editors know guys about the sound so there um maybe some noises in the backdrop that you might hear in the podcast this week um nicole was outside so there were some crickets out where she was um i have an autistic nephew so he makes noise on occasion they're just some things that we just cannot control so with all that being said if you guys just turn down the volume in your headphones so it doesn't irritate you too much and hopefully you guys can still enjoy the show all right welcome to another special edition of i don't want to say special edition because this is becoming like routine for us is nerd corner episode at down for the count um and with me today i have the ladies i have tiff and alexis and then we have our cousins of the podcast rico and don and if everyone wants to say hi now we hi hola como estas oh my god so we're gonna be discussing um a few things we might oh. want to touch I kind of, we might, we're going to touch on one slightly, um, slightly bit of wrestling news. So I don't think we really talked about it where we did talk about it on the podcast um, with just the ladies. I kind of want to get um, Rico's and Don's point of view of the situation. And then we're just going to be talking about all the things that are on slot for all of the nerdy stuff and talking about what's going on with this whole merger with HBO Max and all that fun stuff. So I think we're going to start off with the merger and what's been going on and the who plot mess with that. Since that's been like a huge news, not only entertainment wise, but within um, different atmospheres. So kind of like the first round of news that came up about it was the Batgirl movie that was directed by the same directors who did um, Miss Marvel, I believe, is the same people who did Miss Marvel. Um, also, we're um, directing the Batgirl scene. Well, I won't say we're directing because they finished it. They finished the whole project, and then they found out the same time as all of us that the project is going to be permanently shelved and will not be released in theaters and or HBO Max or any type of streaming services. And I know Tiff has a little bit more information about it. You want to go ahead, Tiff? Yeah, one second. Can I just go ahead and say that this is absolute bullshit? Yes. Okay. So from what I gather... They canceled this because of money. It is literally comes down to the money. It cost them $90 million to make this, and this movie was already previously made underneath the other um, CEOs of, um, of HBO at the time, okay? When Warner Brothers and HBO merged into one, well, Discovery and, and Warner merged into one company, that's where the issue came in. You have to understand, these separate companies had their own streaming services, their own plans for the last, for the next five years. They had that shit worked out. But then, as the merger became more realistic, the new <clears throat> CEO of the combined company now has to rework everything. 
So essentially what it comes down to is it would cost more money according to Warner Discovery. It would cost more money to market the film to get people to watch it than it did to actually make it. This movie was made in 90 million. It was set at 60. They ended up having to go over budget and they had to use $90 million to make this film. <sighs> this wasn't the only film that pretty much got the ax either. There was another Scooby-Doo movie under the Scoob um, moniker of Scooby-Doo. <clears throat> they canceled that one as well. And it also has been vaulted. The movie is done. Like the only thing they had to do was post-production, which was just a little tweaking, and it was supposed to hit the. It was supposed to hit the streaming service soon. Um, now a lot of people are worried that the other films that were set to go after Batgirl came out, which is Blue Beetle, Black Canary. There was supposed to be a Penguin movie. And there was something else. I can't think of the name of it. But there was supposed to be a couple of others. And they now are not going to be made because these movies were all going to be straight to streaming movies. <clears throat> the problem is the streaming film movies, they don't really make the, the publisher or the distributor or even... Anybody, they don't make any money if they don't go into the theater. So it really depends on who's viewing the movie to see its success for people to back the movie. And it just, it's just really that simple. It just comes down to the numbers. But where we have a problem is that a lot of the shit that's getting cut is on HBO Max. I haven't heard them cutting anything from Discovery Plus at all. Now, we're talking not just the movies that they're cutting, they're cutting television shows as well, because just about all of HBO Max's originals are in trouble. Anything that was created specifically for the streaming service has a, it may be on the bubble of getting canceled. They've already canceled, let me see. Um, they already canceled the Gordita Chronicles. Um, they canceled, I think I talked about it yesterday, Gentleman Jack. They canceled the Time Traveler's Wife. Um, they canceled a couple of shows. Raised by Wolves is on HBO Max, and it's an HBO Max original. They canceled that as well. Now, I know that yesterday when I was on live and I was talking about it, they, people were asking about shows that do not stream exclusively on HBO Max. Anything that goes to HBO first is not a part of the cutting room floor of, of um, streaming. So they're not going to get rid of um, Euphoria. They're not going to get rid of um, anything that goes to HBO on the actual channel, the network of HBO, and then is streamed later on Euphoria. Anything that's like that, I mean, later on HBO Max, anything that's like that, it's not going to be considered an issue. But there are a lot of current films that are on HBO Max, the streaming service, and TV shows that they're pulling from the service. So stuff you would normally be able to go and watch 
is no longer there because they're getting rid of it and they're vaulting it. This is all because they're trying to combine these services together, but it seems like HBO Max is the only one that they're gutting and stripping. I haven't heard them doing anything to Discovery Plus for their network, I mean, for that streaming service, and that's the weaker service, in my opinion. They only have some documentaries up there. They have their old shows that they used to run on, like, TLC and shit. And they have stuff like, you know, residual shows from like 90 Day Fiance, Married at First Sight. You know, they have those type of shows. The spinoffs are on the network. And you can watch the playback of some of the older episodes of their popular shows on TLC and all across the Discovery Plus universe. But it's, the damage is mostly being done to HBO Access. They are not only cutting movies and TV shows, they're cutting 70% of their staff that runs it. 70% is getting all cut. They're fired. They're getting fired. As we speak, they're going over the budget now to see who they can get rid of and who they can keep. So <laughs> I was like, at this point, I'm just gonna cancel my membership, my membership, because I like HUL Max. It's got Cartoon Network on it. It has anime on it. It mm -hmm. has so many movies and TVs on there. Um, you can watch Insecure on there. Like I said before, you can watch Euphoria. You can watch a lot of old HBO shows on there. It has so much on it, and it and they. They debut movies on there. Like you could watch, um, is it the Batman on HBO Max? The Batman is yeah. on HBO Max. That just came out in theaters this year. They have um, that movie with Denzel Washington and um, Jared Leto. And what's his name? Uh, yeah. Rami Malek is on there. It came out in theaters first. And, well, they, and then they let you stream it for like two weeks on HBO Max. And then they pulled it. And you had to go watch it in theaters. So there was like, there's many, many movies up there. There's some really good documentaries up there. HBO Max is a good service. It was the second most streamed service next to Netflix. Like it was at first during the pandemic, it was Netflix and Amazon that were neck and neck. As HBO Max started to acquire more um, streaming services, they started to eat up the smaller ones. That's where the DCU stuff came from and all of that. They bought the DC Universe streaming app. So they ate that up. They combined all those streaming services together, bought the rights and licenses to shows and created HBO Max. And towards 2021, 2022, it was the number two streaming service for the last two years. It beat out Amazon Prime and Netflix was still holding out at number one. So mm -hmm. it's not that it's a bad streaming service, not at all. It's something to do with the people who are currently over both companies. Something is happening and they're not telling us everything. And when they finally figure, we finally see, I don't think we don't like what we see. But like I said, I'm, they're not cutting anything from Discovery Plus. I don't understand that. Because to me, you can get rid of Discovery Plus altogether. It's not even worth the five dollars you pay to stream the service. Then isn't like this? Then wasn't Discovery Plus like 
DOA. No, well, Discovery Plus, so I'll play devil's advocate slightly for Discovery Plus. So a lot of like that paranormal shit is on there. Oh, that's so like ghost, hu- no, so, so like ghost hunters, ghost. like all like a lot of that shit that's on like the Travel Channel. Yeah, because they're all under that umbrella. It's all is all on Discovery stuff. So that's like a lot. That's where a lot of their plays go. Because like a lot of my friends that now literally have well, not a whole bunch of them, but a couple of them have Discovery Plus just for that stuff. So like that is like that's where again some motion. I'm concerned because it's like I love Legendary. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping somebody picks it up because I feel like that will be one of the first ones to go. If you go to BH1, write them off with, um, write them off with RuPaul's Drag Race. Let them run there together. Yeah, hopefully they'll pick it. RuPaul can like do something and pick it up. Um, Wait, is RuPaul's Drag Race on HBO Max? No, legendary. It's legendary. Legendary is. You remember when everybody was in that uproar because they were like, Jamila Jamil was going to be. They were like, she's. That's when they were like, um, announced like Jamil Jamil is going to be hosting this like queer like, um, voguing. Oh, voguing is queer, but basically like there's a vogue on um, this mm-hmm. vogue ballroom type uh, show and. Yeah, yeah post competition, and people are losing their mind. And, yeah, she's not, she wasn't, and, and that's because they didn't even know everything. Like, she's not even the host. Oh, Jesus Christ. She wasn't, no, yeah, so she wasn't even a host. She's just a judge. Right. So she's a judge. So she's like, her and two other people are like, um, just like the, they're like the home judges. Like, they're there every season. And then they have one judge like a seasonal guest judge and then they have someone new join them each year so like on like the judge panel it's her um leomi so leomi is like a legend within like the ballroom um community she like helped she like helped she like is a pioneer of like the spin of like the drop spin like that's her and then you mm-hmm. have La Roche. La Roche is like big in the fashion industry. People don't know La Roche. La Roche is Zendaya's um, stylist. Really? Zendaya looks the way she looks because of La Roche. That is all him. Huh. Um, so I love it because I'm not a huge, like I like drag queens. I love like seeing them when I go out in town, like go to like, bars and shit but i love like i was always like with like queer content like i always love like the ballroom scene so i love because it's like the battling it's fast paced like it's like messy in the best possible way like attitudes like i always love ballroom so i love the showcase of it because that's not a queer that was not like a queer set that was very um commercialized or not commercialized, or basically was, like, mainstream. Like, obviously, like, everyone's, like, watching Drag Race and knows the drag ways, but I always, and also I just love the forefront, like, bringing ballroom to, like, the mainstream because ballroom is started off as not only is it's a queer, it's queer LGBT, obviously it's queer content, but also it's Black and brown people who started ballroom. Mm-hmm. within the LGBT community and that's very very important to me and I feel like that's very important to showcase um 
but yeah, so I'm hoping that doesn't get the ass. They had that fucking, I didn't watch it because I got very like turned off by pretty little Liars Cause it was so bad the last couple of seasons, but apparently <laughs> this original sin is amazing. Huh. And yeah, I heard they a lot of so good. Uh, and those girls, and they were like, so people are like, "What's going on in the show?" And they were like, "We're probably going to find out when you guys find out." So I just think yeah, it's I that. Like you have all like, these monies, and also I've heard I've been hearing that they're going to use that shit with the Batgirl movie as a fucking tax write-off. I'm like, yeah. how broke are y'all, motherfuckers? Yeah, Here's I also heard that the director of girl movie found out about the cancel like the movie getting vaulted uh at her wedding or at their wedding i don't know the other but oh. they found out at, during their during their wedding that the movie got vaulted and then a lot I of people like- involved with cube were also very disappointed because they found out the same time that we found out well i was i just so, had something oh sorry rico no no you go ahead I just had something popped up on my phone um, about this, and it's like apparently Ellen DeGeneres had uh, like a cartoon on HBO Max for a while, and they just got season three done, and they canceled it, so they're not even showing it. Um, I saw something today also where it's like non-scripted, so I'm like, wait, non-scripted, that means reality. Like, Are they just going to start doing like shit-ass reality TV? Um, yeah, I did see that because uh, with the with the Ellen DeGeneres one, it's called Little Ellen, and apparently that one is like it's based off of Ellen, but it's like so far removed from her that it's like a lot of people can watch it and not associate the person with it. But apparently, the season was filmed and ready to go, and it was supposed to de- it was supposed to debut in July, but then it got delayed, um, and then recently it got full on axed, and so that season is no longer gonna premiere. It's not yeah, and then I did see that essentially they're going through and they're asking all the originals and they're going to move in a direction of non-scripted content. So yeah, reality and stuff like that. Then I'm out. I'm not paying to watch fucking reality TV. No, I know that, but that's what you're seeing on Discovery Plus. That's, and that's, that's exactly what's on Discovery Plus. It's then, all reality, quote unquote, unscripted shit. So they're but, gonna sacrifice. So they're gonna sacrifice fucking HBO Max, which is probably like you said, one of the best streaming services. Got mm-hmm. me through when I had fucking COVID. I was watching fucking Studio Ghibli and Jujutsu Kaisen and shit. So, also another question: came, They came in at the perfect time. Right? Yeah, I did because it we were. Really I think good. it didn't. It it, per, it opened during lockdown. Yes, it, it was the DC app. It was the DC like streaming service, and then HBO took over, mm-hmm. and that's where like I was watching like Studio. I finally was able to watch like Hawks uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Like oh, I, I haven't well, seen it. Yeah, I want to see it. It's really good. It's Go. good. So my question is the Studio G because I know a lot is anime. I'm not worried about it. And if I have to fucking get Crunchyroll to watch season two of Jujutsu Kaisen, I will suck it up and just go to Crunchyroll. I think I have I Crunchyroll. Wish- I wish Crunchyroll would beef up their shit. My country, I will. Their system is horrible. And that's the only reason I keep, like, the only reason I keep Hulu around 
is because it's like it has uh, My Hero Academia. Now, when it gets released, it's in it's in Japanese, so I have to have it with the subtitles on. But mm-hmm. I don't care because I already know what the fuck they're kind of saying just based on the action going on in it. So I'm completely fine with it. But like, I want to know what they're gonna do with Studio Ghibli because yeah, it's a very legendary studio in Japan. They also don't like being fucked over when it comes to money either. I mean, Funimation and Crunchyroll are combined. They're getting ready to start combining their services as well. And I hope, I hope that Funimation takes over the streaming part and they fix Crunchyroll so that it runs better. Hey, Crunchyroll, how come you're like a season behind on Attack on Titan? I'm asking for a friend. I feel like no one has updated Attack on Titan, no, because Attack, I don't know who does this, the licensing for Attack on Titan. It's on too many services. You can watch different parts of Attack on Titan on, so Attack on Titan is on Hulu, it's on Crunchyroll, it's on Funimation, it's on and it's on Netflix. That's four fucking he streaming services. Really? Yeah, yeah, but I don't. When's the last time Netflix updated? Um, it doesn't matter. It's it shouldn't be spread out. Week. It was on they Netflix have, first. Yeah, it was on That's Netflix it was. first. It's technically yeah. one season, but it's the first two seasons. They just let it. They just let it run. Yeah. Netflix, but it's technically please? it's technically the first two seasons they have on Netflix. So that's the, and the only reason I keep Hulu is because they have all the anime I like. They have Sailor Moon. They have both versions of Sailor Moon, the old school and oh, the new version watch, of Sailor Moon. I need Moon. to watch Crystal again. They have, they have Trigun. They have Cowboy Bebop. They Somebody have Alan Star. They got like all the good ones like we grew up with. Crunchy and I mean like I'm kind of mad because I love Jujutsu Kaisen, but I'm just like, I'm already paying for this streaming service. I don't want to have to pay for another fucking streaming service just to see season two which is coming out like this year or next year. I I don't like this. And what are they going to do? They're just going to fill it up with fucking ghost adventures with that douchebag Zach Baggins. I fucking hate that guy. They're going to lose subscribers and then they'll see that they fucked up because everybody watches HBO Max because HBO Max had, they had their original material and the original material was really good. Right, they it was so good. Show. They had the That's old TV the shows up girl. there. Ooh. No, it's okay. Right. They had the old TV shows up there. They had movies up there, and their documentaries were were bomb. They were right up there with Netflix's documentaries. It was so good. It mm-hmm. just there's they already lost subscribers when the merger happened. <laughs> they lost a lot, and, and then. It sucks now, because they got they got so many awesome movies on there too. It's like I need to watch it, but and you know most people subscribe because they knew that they were going to be making DC movies. They knew this and they were promised these movies, and they were starting out with Batgirl. Batgirl was going to be their um their their litmus test, and that's how they were going to keep moving going forward. But then. This new guy comes in, and the bigger point here is that they don't want to do small-scale movies. They want to do movies on par with Marvel. They're about five years behind. Ten years. Ten. Ten. They're about ten years behind. And so they're like, well, we want to have a a similar phase 
um, set up like Marvel does, and that's what they're doing. But in doing so, they're destroying the other moneymaker that they have. It's it's not going to work out. It's going to be fucked up. They're not going to do anything with Discovery Plus and shit. At best, mm-hmm. they might cut they might cut some of the documentary shit they have up there and, and anything like that. But all of these fucking originals and these movies and TV shows that are up there that they don't feel like needs to be up there anymore, they're going to cut them. They're going to write them off as a business loss so that they can make the money back. And that's how they're going to do it. It's bullshit because they finally started streaming. They finally started streaming Batman the Animated Series, which is like... TV I love watch. that series. I love that series so much. I watch it for like two months straight during the pandemic. I fucking love I, that I shit. I can't hear you because someone's TV's going. It's not mine. I'm outside. I couldn't okay, breathe in my house. Okay, I was just hearing. I don't have a TV fucking... on. I don't either, unless some fucking ghost. ghost I mean, you might out. be picking up. Also, it's like I'm like there's like crickets and shit out here too. No, it wasn't cricket. Yeah, that's why I've been doing the night because I'm outside and there was like a dog barking. But they finally got they finally got Batman the animated series and like nowhere else had that for like the longest fucking time. Yeah. HBO Max was really like a full package streaming service because you got so many so much content. And not only that, but then, like, the original content was also pretty good, which, you know, mm-hmm. makes them rival Netflix because, you know, obviously a lot of Netflix originals are ass. Um, and, you know, like, the amount of content that HBO Max is pumping out and was preparing to pump out as well was so promising. And like Tiff said, it was, you know, it's not like HBO Max was, like, floundering or, like, it wasn't good it was the top two streaming service and it was about to completely eclipse netflix entirely but the fact that they're completely just capsizing it seemingly like overnight is like ridiculous and when we when i brought this up in the live stream yesterday because tiff yelled at me a little bit because she wanted to save all this stuff for the, for the podcast but she did <laughs> say that she had a theory that they were purposefully sabotaging hbo max that's fucking dumb because you can't you can't sit here and tell me that this is going to have the opposite effect look at okay look at disney plus at one point disney plus was the most popular streaming service before even COVID hit because it it came out like what 2019 something like that yeah no 2018 like it came out pre pre pre-covid and then you know when Mm -hmm. we were all locked in people were subscribing to it and then when they announced they had all the fucking Marvel shit coming out there you know there was an uptick of subscribers you're gonna so you and it's like they're I mean am I am I thinking that they're overdoing it now yes but you keep taking away shit from HBO Max I'm gonna tell you if you take the fucking anime (laughs) section away from HBO Max you're gonna lose so many goddamn subscribers I mean I don't think just for the anime alone I, I feel like I the anime section will be too much because yeah, I, feel, I think that's. I feel Go like ahead, if it's something because I think Tiff, thank you. I think if like I think Tiff said it that like if something is streaming on like another service or if it's like not owned, because like from what we've gathered, they're cutting a lot of streaming 
based thing. So like a lot of the originals or things that are supposed to be exclusive to HBO Max. So I think as long as the anime is exclusively on HBO Max, I think they're going to be safe. Um, and also like if they're streaming on other platforms like Funimation, Crunchyroll, Netflix, or even Hulu, that will also make them like decently safe. Because it seems to be very much focused towards just the original side of things, not necessarily cutting anything out. That's why things like Euphoria are safe. Like a lot of the, the classic movies are probably going to be safe as long as they're not, you know, exclusive to the streaming service because they can't really vault something that they don't technically own. So like there's all the, like a lot of the animes probably lease onto HBO Max, if that makes sense. I mean, dude, I don't think anything's safe on HBO Max. Nine million dollars. Ninety million dollars. Excuse me. Ninety million dollars for a fucking movie, and you're gonna that? Oh my god! That makes you know what I could do with ninety million dollars? Shit! Fucking tax right off my ass. I mean, when it comes to those things, that when people are saying that nothing is safe, they're meaning like upcoming projects. So, like the Scoob movie, Batgirl. Uh, I remember. I think it was. Uh, trying to remember what it was but someone was asking uh, James Gunn if like a film was if, I don't know if it was like an upcoming film or an upcoming show if it was safe oh it was Pe- Peacemaker. Peacemaker they were Peacemaker. asking him a season if, if, if you know it, like oh are we going to get a season 2 is Peacemaker safe and James Gunn was like oh don't worry season 2 of Peacemaker is safe but then a lot of people had to kind of come in and be like well he technically can't confirm that because obviously the cast and crew of that girl found out when everyone else found out the cast of you know original sin pretty little liars is obviously not in the know of things so there's no can really confirm if you know peacemaker is safe or not but also like, because again you like, have to think about james gunn might have a different type of relationship with the network than these people do when you think about it because like he did Suicide Squad, so he has like, and like he's like an industry vet. And there's no offense to like, like the directors and stuff for Batgirl. Like they're still like relatively like, sort of like relatively like newish to the industry. Like they're not super new in the industry, but newer. And that's the same thing with like the people who did together, like you know, Pretty Little Liars. So I think, and also it's like when directors have been in the game for that long, they get different. They they know what to look for and clauses to do and put in and leave out in contracts. And so I feel like uh-huh. if they did try to cancel it, he'd probably have a lawsuit ready, tracked and ready to go that he'd be able to successfully win. Um, yeah, that is true. And you did say that technically the Batgirl casting crew could possibly sue, you know, they they sue the owners for canceling them like this. Yeah, it depends on what they have in their contract. Like, it could have been like, could be like a ScarJo situation. Because I know they were going to do some theaters and streaming, and ScarJo was able to start to sue Disney because in her contract, they said that she would not only she was going to get a certain amount, you know, at like completion or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I did see that. Shooting. She was supposed to get like three months in uh, exclusive and, theater release. 
Yes, and then she was also supposed to get um, a lump sum of money from the theater. Yeah. Or tickets or whatever. And then, you know, they botched that, and that's how she was able to um, have that lawsuit. Again, if, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, these people are newer. I don't know if they were something that they would have in their contract, though. But mm, I can sure. see James Gunn doing so. And, you know, John Cena loves the contract, so he probably... <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. Well, it's not. Well, we gotta laugh they at this. We gotta find like... some ways to laugh. They already took like six films off of the streaming service. They took Seth Rogen's American Pickle, Robert Zemeckis' Witches Remake, Melissa McCarthy's Super Intelligence, Lockdown starring Anne Hathaway, um, the Sundance hit Charm City Kings, and Moonshot, which only had been on the service for over two months. They can take that <laughs> Witches Remake. It can, it can go somewhere. No, no, go away. Go away. They took it off and it's been bolted. And of course, you already know about the scraps of Bad Girl and Scoob, and then other movies that were in the works. Like they were planning on doing the Penguin movie. Um, there was a couple other movies they were planning on doing. And those well, movies have was all a been TV played. show. Hmm? I thought Pagan was going to be a TV show. I thought it was a movie. So they didn't tell me exactly what it was. So I figured because they mentioned it all in the same breath that it was a movie. But either way, it's never going to see the light of day. And there's something else, but I'm forgetting what it is that they were, that they canceled. And then they started, they're starting to remove some of the originals. And like I said, they already took off some of the movies. They haven't said... They said this isn't going to stop because they have a uh, media call coming up for um, the Warner Media, as they like to call themselves. They have a media call coming up where it's supposed to detail even more of what they're supposed to do in terms of the cutting of content and the combining of Discovery Plus and HBO Max. This is not going to end well. I can tell you right now, this is not going to fucking end well for for them because this if there's new a, service is supposed to debut. Oh, go ahead, Alexis. No, I'm just saying this is not they look, people people nowadays, especially since hey, we're heading into a recession, part two, millennials, yay. Um People are going to start, if they're not, people are already going to be start being stingy with their money. And, and guess what? Streaming services are going to be the first things to go. And Netflix is already on the verge of, like, pe- like people that have been, like, uh, getting rid of their Netflix accounts because Netflix isn't really doing anything anymore. It's just putting out, like, shitty-ass movies that no one really watches. And it's just it's like, like $15 now. Yeah. And then, they're like, and then they're like, oh, so, you know, we're going to put, and then the rumor is that I heard is that they're going to put commercials. Now I have Hulu. I pay for basic Hulu. So yeah, I have commercials. That's fine. But you've had this platform for how long? And now you're saying, cause you're not realizing that you're the ones putting out the shitty stuff 
you blame people. So you're going to be like, well, we're going to give you a basic one that has commercials on it. But if you pay this much, you don't have commercials. And I'm like, no, bitch. No. You well, not, if, if you know what, if it comes down to I have to go old school and go to fucking Best Buy and buy the 50 fucking dollars set of animated DVDs just to watch anime, I'll do it. Because I don't mind Hulu. Hulu is like that cousin that no one talks about. It just comes and does its job and it doesn't get the like the respect that it deserves. But like, yeah, Hulu low key fire. Like people don't people be, you know, they don't be giving Hulu their flowers. But Hulu and also they're doing really well because they have this they have the bear on there. Yeah. They have I still and also need to they watch have it. like um and then also what I've been watching, I need to re I like missed some episodes I slept through them. Um they have a lot of stuff because they're partner with um FX. Mm-hmm. so a lot of their stuff goes directly on there so if you don't have which is nice so if you don't have like the like the big hulu package where you can watch live tv you can watch like the library of it so that's how i'm able to watch like <clears throat> what we do in the shadows which is like a great 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 show i love that show it's such, it's such a good show and so like it's like again like it's very accessible and it's like le- the legitimately the only reason i have netflix is because my mom for some reason watches it consistently i'm going to make her get her own netflix account so i was like i need to cancel it because i was like i don't i don't necessarily really like any like like anything on here the there isn't thing- anything that i would like hoard the only thing i would horribly miss was a Gretzko. I will literally make a um, Netflix account just for when a new season drops, and then I would, once I watch it, I would cancel it again. That's why you got to set up those burner emails. Well, Netflix started, is talking about rolling out the commercial similar to the way Peacock's network is set up because they're losing subscribers. Peacock so, sucks too. Let no, Peacock sucks too. Let's just be well, fucking well, honest. Wait before you start going off. Just wait a second. Peacock has it set up that way, so people who don't want to pay the premium price can still subscribe to the network for a lower price. That's why Netflix is doing it because they are losing subscribers and they want to try to entice subscribers to come back. The only way to do that is to subside the amount that subscribers would normally pay, which we're paying $21.47 for Netflix per month. That's how much I pay. And I do not have the DVD service. I only have unlimited screens. And that is where I um, pay for Netflix, $21.47. Now, Netflix wants to give you their service at a short, at a smaller price. They can't do that and still put out the type of content that they do. So as a cost-effective measure, they are talking to Microsoft about commercials. The same way that Peacock runs commercials in their network would be the similar way that they will run commercials on Netflix. So it's not really because the content sucks, but which that is totally up to you if you hate Netflix's content that's fine. It's more about the money that they make. So 
other streaming services are going to follow suit too because people unsubscribe to streaming services all the time because it's easy to binge watch a show and then once you're done you're done so you're not trying to watch euphoria for the next like four years for the next two years because you're waiting for the next season to come out you're not you're going to cut off your hbo max if that's the only reason why you watch it you're going to cut off your hbo max until euphoria comes back which means HBO Max would lose a certain amount of subscribers until Euphoria comes back, which means they'll get a boost in a subscriber count. The same thing happens with Netflix with shows like um, The Ozarks and shows like um, the Asian show that Nicole watches on there. Shows like that, they get a boost when new seasons come out, when the ring, when the, what's it called, The Circle, um, and all those different I kinds of Oh, man, I forgot I like the circle. I don't know. I might need to keep them. <laughs> all those different types of shows that come out, those reality shows, some are reality-based. Some of them are a bit weird, but it doesn't matter. They have the shows, and they have a big, pretty big following, so much so that social media blows up every season that they come out. So whether you like Netflix's content or not, it's totally up to you. But there are people who do enjoy some of Netflix's content. Like I said, this, the change in how the pricing is set up is not because their content is shitty. It's because they have to offset the cost of the, of the service. And nobody's going to keep subscribing to Netflix with the content, with the cost of it going up on a consistent basis. Every year, they've gone up on this price. It was at 15 a couple years back, and they jumped from 15 to 21. And I'm just like, we were sitting at home for a year. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, y'all were getting paid. You were making money during the pandemic. You can't convince me that now you're losing money. I don't, I mean, at this point, what were you doing with the money you made? Because it's just like, it's just like if you you work in a couple hours and you work every week and you bring home your paycheck and you look at your paycheck and your paycheck is missing money and you have to ask yourself, well, what the fuck happened? Like, what what did my company do to cause me to lose money? Netflix has to look within themselves to figure out why they're losing subscribers. They have really good documentaries. I absolutely love Netflix's documentary stuff. I think that it's great. Hulu's another one who has good documentaries, and so does HBO Max. Their movies, I don't really care for, but some of them I like. Um, I like that movie with Chris Hemsworth in it. Um, I think it was called The Extractor or something like that. Um, I heard it was good. I like mm-hmm. that. I like the old guard with Charlize Theron. Like they have some good movies, but also you have to remember they're making big budget movies on a streaming service. This is not like some low budget C level type movies. They're picking a. They got paying them fucking people. You understand? Like they just yeah. had that movie with the Russo brothers directing, right? And and Chris Evans as one of Stark. Those are three yeah. people who just transitioned from Marvel. That's a few million dollars just already. Right. And, and Ryan, then you have Ryan Gosling, who's a legend within Ryan the Ryan. industry. Sorry. I don't know how much his um, asking price is. I'm sure it's expensive. They got to pay them. Right. For the and movie. then you got it's that. What's cheap. that fucking, what's that white passing lady? Um, Anna DeArms or whatever her fucking name yeah, is. Anna DeArms. 
Yeah, and she be in fucking everything. Everything. Doesn't she have a movie on or like a TV show on Hulu? Oh. She might. She's in that weird um Brad. She's in that weird um what's that? Um Jennifer Lopez's husband. Ben yeah, Ben Affleck. She was in that weird Ben Affleck movie where she's like, like she's just smutting around town, like fucking everybody while she's still married to him. Yeah, that's now the who. Yeah. No, well, she is. Like, she's not lying. <laughs> I know, true. it's just a phrasing. <laughs> like, we could have said whoring. We could have said being a slut. We could have said, she said smutting. I was I like, okay. Like, that's what time. she did. It was weird. Like, that whole movie for. is fucking weird. It is. It is. I have. I have to agree. I think one's a good term, but yeah, they I mean, have to pay their people. It's expensive. And I think oh. this is something that I think I am kind of like, as someone, because okay, for you know, you guys don't know this, but like, I a lot of my writing credits, I'm going to college to get my bachelor's in communication studies and all that stuff, and my one of my dream careers is a screenwriter, and so I I know a great deal about like production and what goes into like putting out content and I think something that a lot of people tend to forget is that well it's easy to kind of hyper fixate on our end as consumers and also on the end of the actors as well but I feel like we're not taking into account enough like the writers the editors the you know production staff and all the animators who are putting kind of like their life's work and you know putting it all into these shows and movies and a lot of them you know for them to get the green light, to get the go ahead of like, yes, this is happening. Yes, this is going to be something that's going to, you know, be big or whatever. And then to get it axed right before it's going out. I feel okay. like we're not taking their perspective into this as well, because I, you know, as someone who wants to go into script writing, you know, this is why like I, you know, I look at WWE a lot and I'm like, as a screen, some as a script writer, WWE is kind of a sweet gig. Because TV, even before streaming services, was so, like, wishy-washy in terms of, like, you could get a, you know, you could get your script picked up. But at any point in that production, you know, production process, you could get the axe. And I think for streaming services to be, you know, as popping as they were, you know, during lockdown and even beforehand, streaming was always kind of seen as, like, a safe bet. You know, as like, oh, well, you know, streaming services are all the rage and a lot of, you know, a lot of streaming services kind of picked up, you know, a lot of like lower end, low budget, C-level shows and movies and all that stuff. So it was a lot easier to get your stuff seen on streaming services and then for them to take off as they did and, you know, put more and more big content on their, you know, on their sites and on their platforms. And then, you know, now you have all the originals coming out and all that stuff to see, you know, so many projects just get axed with like not even with like with no remorse whatsoever is very heartbreaking as someone who knows a good deal about this industry and you know potentially wants to get into this industry it's very heartbreaking to see just how many people are going to be not just like seeing their hopes and dreams crushed but out of a job as well because they are laying off you know 70 percent of their production staff that revolves around producing the originals and you know making stuff like the sex lives of college girls the harley quinn show and any other hbo max original that was really popular and really popping because you know as we have seen that it doesn't matter how popular your show is 
it can still get axed without you know and you Netflix find about that. that yeah right but they're the only ones i remember when own had underground underground was a very popular television show it yeah. did good numbers in the time slot that it was in and own decided to cut it because they said it wasn't it was too expensive and i was like it's a period piece like what did you think you were doing when you made the shit did you think that it was just gonna cost you pennies <clears throat> Um, another another um, channel, but they're on like TV. That's real good about doing that is Freeform. Freeform yep. will cancel a fucking show in a heartbeat for no reason. I still to yep. this day, this will be one of the many shows I will one of the few shows I would gripe about canceling. Shadow Hunters was was their most watched, yeah, and their highest rated fucking show all at the same time and they canceled it because they said it was too expensive to make anymore i was like what did it you expect to me i'm like it you're it's sense. a popular and i was like it's a pop it's your most popular show on this network and it's your highest rated like everything else everyone thinks on this channel is garbage pretty much i mean shadow hunters was cheesy too but it wasn't like terrible yeah don't forget what they did at Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger oh, wasn't that good. I like and Cloak I and Dagger. It. I watched it. I watched it just to watch it so I can support it. Um, but I it wasn't that good. I'm mad about Runaways, but I, but Runaways is like different because they should have held off making Runaways. I loved Runaways. Runaways, I was very I loved upset it. when that show got canceled. I felt bad, but I understood the reasoning because it was just too much going on with the MCU, and that's when they were trying to be weird and set, keep set like set stuff separated, but not separated. Mm-hmm. And that would have been great with the Young Avengers and stuff. So I think it came. They took. I think it was a great show, but it was too soon. That's something that would have done fantastic on Disney Plus. True. Yeah. It and they could incorporate and they could have incorporated with the story. And I think honestly, especially with everything with the blip and stuff with I forgot whatever society the parents are in. I feel like that would have made a lot of sense in a post blip, like once people come back, be like, hey, when all these heroes is gone, this is kind of like whatever that alien land and then like the society happened, these people like started rising up in the ranks between like their different sects of what they're like in charge of like they could have put it on right after captain america and they would have made sense yeah because a lot of because a lot of captain america mythos and who else am i forgetting Alexis, a lot of Captain America mythos and someone else's mythos are very like go in with um, the Runaways. Oh shit! I haven't watched Runaways in a while, but somehow oh my God. Always... I haven't read I haven't read Runaways in years. Yeah, it's Captain here. America, and then there's another. I want to say Iron Man. It's probably prob- no, because why does that make me think of? Are we talking Runaways or Young yes. Avengers? Yeah, Runaways. runaways. Because I don't remember. It's been a while. It's been a hot. It's Captain America. Years. It's like stuff with Captain America because of like the serum. Who else? I know There's Hydra. another Avenger. I know Hydra. Hydra and stuff like that. 
I want to say that was Young Avengers, though, because they had um, Patriot. He was the son, and it was a cool little, like, Easter egg they put into Falcon and Winter Soldier. He was the son of, um, or no, he was the grandson of the, one of the guys. Yeah, of Isaiah. But also, it's something with the Runaways is tied in, though. I feel like it's, it's it's something with the Super Soldier Serum is what Chase's dad you, you know, know what? I'm gonna do us all a favor, and I'm gonna go on Google real quick. Hold on. Or, or, or it's something with Tony Stark. It's one of them too. It it's something with his dad. Them. Always going back to them. Control your shit, Howard. Wow. Or it might be something uh, with Shield. Who knows? Oh, hold on. Probably, it might have been Shield, just because they get they can do some shady shit, and that's what people don't understand. Um. So we yeah, y'all we, keep going. I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna Google this shit. We have to move on to a new subject, or we'll never get through the show. Um. All right, guys. So I'm gonna cut this episode in half right here because this was a long episode. We talked about the HBO Max and Discovery merger and all of the details in it. We also talked about the cancellation of Batgirl and Scoob and several other movies and television shows that could be and may be and have been removed from HBO Max and the and the incoming merger of HBO Max and Discovery Plus, which is set to take full effect in the summer of 2023. So yeah, it's not ideal, but we're hoping that everything works out because God knows... <laughs> It's going to be a shit show if it doesn't. Don't forget to follow us on our social media at DownForTheCount19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. We appreciate you guys and we are so glad that you guys love the Nerd Corner. It is getting a lot of positive reaction and we appreciate that so much. So because entertainment and wrestling, because it is entertainment, intersects so perfectly we are going to expand our podcast into other forms of entertainment that we love so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the nerd corner part two is coming and we also have the rose sessions coming later on this week and we have another nerd corner coming up very very soon so don't worry we got some good stuff coming down the pike and i hope you guys continue to listen to our podcast don't forget to share us don't forget to mention us to your friends and do not forget to rate us on whatever platform you're listening to on the podcast because we need the rating it helps boost us and gets us out there and this in turn will help us to create better and fresher content for all you girls and boys all right so we'll see you guys next time thank you so much for listening and bye